Um, here's what you can expect. Did she not do a warm-up? No, she did a mime. Oh. Um, but uh, the record kept playing when she'd stopped moving no, her No, 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 it did not. Did yes. not do that. So she was understandably livid. And I, I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it kept we, on playing. So, yeah, yeah. So, so she, her mouth stopped moving and oh, her vocal kept going. No, it didn't. And I honestly have to say, I don't know how you guys feel about that, right? But if you're a terrible morning voice sufferer, it doesn't mean your technique is shit and it doesn't mean you're unhealthy, right? Because we'll go into why, why that, you know, why that is. If you're a terrible morning voice sufferer, why would you go out and slaughter yourself on morning television? Back in the room. Here we are. Here we are, back. Been good. a while, isn't it? Good to see you. Good to see you, I think. Got engaged. I did get engaged. Big news. Thanks, everyone, for if you're applauding currently or saying well done. I did do well, I think, with that one. Went yeah, to Paris. Paris. Gregory Porter. Went to watch Gregory Porter. If you don't know who he is, get out. Seriously, eh? And you went to America? Yeah, which is more important. What did you do over there? Chilled out. Oh, did you did you propose to anyone? No. Awkward. Yeah. Holidays. Um, but we're back, so it's been a few. <laughs> it's been a few. Uh, I don't know why I'm oh. looking at my watch because that only tells me minutes and hours. But <laughs> it's been a few weeks, yeah. shall Pod- we say? Podcast last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're a bit rusty, I think. Can be a bit rusty. A bit rusty. Yeah, that's evident right now. Hence why we're rambling. But um, uh, survey results said don't ramble. So let's move on. And the surveys also said a lot of surveys also said I want to know about warming up and the best ways to warm up, and, and specifically how to warm up my morning voice. Yes, that was the main thing, wasn't it? So this is why we're getting stuck into that today. Um, we're going to get stuck into the what of warm-ups, what they are, uh, very briefly, because it's obvious, it's boring. Let's just warm up. Uh, the why you might be struggling with warm-ups, and lastly, what you can do to uh, organise your killer workout for a morning or an e- afternoon, if you get up in the afternoon. Some do. So, night shift. Anything else? <laughs> no, uh, apart from uh, we're going to do our usual segment, but this time it's a, it's a trial, everyone. It's a trial. Um, we have a little bit of music from the wonderful Annie Afrilu with the in crowd. Just like this playing our part. Pretty faces with an empty heart. Keep on Vibes. You're my question mark. Very whimsical. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. No, it just okay. Feels carry like on. the right word to. No, I like it. Doesn't matter what I feel. <laughs> I have no opinion. 
<laughs> None at all. Cracking tune. Yeah, no. um, but yeah, great video. Oh, as well. don't get me wrong. Like it's a great tune. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just, I just, my opinion is worthless. It is. Like, <laughs> I agree. Actually, I agree with that. However, talking of opinions, mm. um, we got lots mm. of survey results in. Lots actually. After a last push, we probably got um, in total like fifty or sixty people who were just quite keen to get in touch. Um, out of many thousands that listen. Uh, but thanks to everyone that did get involved, uh, one person uh, out of all of those said, I don't really listen to the artist segment bit. In fact, I skip on, right? Mm. Um, that's fair enough. That is one person though. One person's very valid point. So we're interested to know, do the rest of you care about that bit? Do you like to see a little bit of new music or would you rather just get into the meat and bones of it? Mm. Right, so you can get in touch with us any way you want to through our email, um, through the Facebook page, Twitter, whatever. Let us know what you want to hear, and if that segment is not wanted, then fine. We'll get rid of Annie. So, uh, so here, well, we can just get into the stuff then today. Bada bing bombo. So we were talking about warm-ups, um, and we're talking about, uh, like we said, from directly from the survey results. Uh, Listeners were keen to know about more about warm-ups, and we have done an episode on warm-ups, right? I think mm. it was actually episode one, yep. um, which was general, but uh, the mentions were to do with morning voice, or my voice is really slow to warm up, and how can I speed it up? Mm. Can you sympathise with that? Yes, yes, I, yes, I do. Yes, I can. So you are, are you a bullfrog in the morning? Don't know what that means. Croaky. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm are you, not. Are you all right in yeah. the morning? Uh, uh, yeah. That. That. Uh, yeah, I'm more like that in the morning. Um, yeah, no. It, it seems to be um, actually been noted that my, my voice kind of ah, and it just just it's ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, but I'm not. Let's be. Is, on- is that the vocal sound check? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you just wake up the first thing and do but, that. Um, you know, like I remember back in the day when gig, like gigging, and I really didn't know what I was doing. Uh, there's my reference point: uh, the puffing, the swelling <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> and and the top end was I didn't really have it. So when people say that now, when I wake up in the morning, I find it hard to go into the top notes, whatever. Uh, I know what they're talking about, but for some reason now, I guess I just don't really put my voice through much yeah. torment. Um, so, but yeah, I do. I totally get it, and, and and actually getting it to a place where mainly in the middle part of the voice, that's where I'll have difficulties. Of you know, course, the adjustments of the so, the so, balance you, and the so you're not you're not necessarily croaky, no, but you do feel like your voice is a little bit split. Yep. When you first wake up, yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, very much like that. Yeah. Um, but also, my voice is very deep in the mornings. Very deep. Um, n- for no other reason than I've just been like, for most of the night. Yeah. Are you mouth open, are you? I, well, do you know what? Since I've um, uh, addressed my adenoid problems. Yeah, because you had them out in your early days, didn't you? Yeah, Remember I had that? them out and then they uh, grew back. Good. Which is sort of fairly unusual when you've removed all tissue and annoying because that operation is horrific isn't it yeah well it was two weeks recovery for a start yeah um, even the ENT surgeon got up there and was like oh because he was the one that removed them oh I took them out 12 years ago yeah. <laughs> like, right actually longer than that it would have been like 15 years ago um, so he was a bit shocked 
you know, so I've got to have them again. But do you know what? Um, going back to one of our episodes about anti-inflammatory lifestyle, mm. that's had the biggest effect on my nose. Because mm. I've got inflammation of the adenoid glands and I haven't had them out again because I just can't find a time that's suitable. And it's not killing my voice, you know. I've managed to manage it with um, uh, a little bit of medication. But from then, lots of like, high dosage of fish oils mm. um, have been really helpful. You know, I've been exceeding the stated dose um, but after a bit of research, not yeah. just, not just think I'll do 10 of these. There's research on that, isn't it? Athletes. Yes. Yeah. And doing like, you know, you get, you get the daily dosages and it might be like, let's say three grams. Mm. I've been taking 10. Yep. And it's not a bother. Mm. And I feel uh, my voice is, I, I'm pretty sure with the coincidences of taking it and not taking it of my voice being good and, and not as good. Yep. Um, I think the fish oils are helping, but but yeah, I'm a mouth open sleeper until recently because of that problem. So that's why my voice is or has been quite deep in the past. In the gutter. In the gutter. Um, but I've always felt it's been like that. I've mm. always felt it's been hard to warm up. So, so this episode, mm. I feel um, for both of us, especially having done late night gigs, having to do them again the next day, yeah. sometimes or, yeah. in the morning, isn't it? Like say Sunday morning wedding fair. That's right. Um, this is exactly what Saturday I was thinking. Night, yeah. Yes, uh, okay. Absolute killer, isn't yeah. it? You get on do that first slot at 10 a.m. after getting in at 3, and it's like, what is going to happen here? It's, so it's a nightmare. So anybody who's struggling out there, I guess um, uh, we've got some, some stuff for you. Yeah, really good stuff, yeah. So what is, what is warming up? Uh, what's it all about? It's the fact, for the most part, in, in the morning, we've been dormant, obvious stuff, let in bed, here we go. Not much going on. Because it's not just here. We, a lot of people think it's here with the voice. Mm. I need to just do some stuff here. Mm, 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 whatever. But um, it's getting the body moving. Every yep. aspect of, of uh, the body that influences singing. We need to get some blood flow and some flexibility in the muscles moving a little bit. That's an initial idea. Yeah. And uh, let's, let's face it. If you've got a... Um, let's say you've got a rubbish mattress as well or terrible pillows or a very uncomfortable bed you know if you if you wake up stiff in your shoulders in your back yep. lots of people people who sleep on the side like me like would end up being quite sort of hunched you yep. know and generally getting the flexibility back in the entire torso maybe even in the posture yep um as well as the rest of it is is quite a big one but um blood flow increases flexibility of the muscles because um it increases their temperature, which helps with their viscosity. You know, it helps the fibres be more flexible. So if we don't get blood flowing into the muscles, um, then we're not really warming up in general. So, yeah, we've got that side of things. But then some, some people say that's where the warm-up stops because you're warmed up. And we're talking like, you know, blood flow and temperature. But we all know we need to be warmed up to do a specific task. Mm. Go on stage maybe it is early in the morning maybe mm. you're even famous and you've got to do one of those bloody breakfast slots do you know what i mean can you imagine doing one of those at 6 a.m they all mime don't they if you yeah <laughs> well <laughs> did you see the rita aura one i didn't on this no. morning no i did not yeah, did she that, not do a warm-up no she did a mime uh, um but uh the record kept playing when she'd stopped moving no her no no mouth. no 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 did not did yes. not do that so she was understandably livid and I, I don't, you know, you know what I mean? Like it kept we, on playing. So, yeah, yeah. So, so she, her mouth stopped moving, 
and her vocal kept going. No, it didn't. And I honestly have to say, I don't know how you guys feel about that, right? But if you're a terrible morning voice sufferer, it doesn't mean your technique is shit, and it doesn't mean you're unhealthy, right? Because we'll go into why why that you know why that is. If you're a terrible morning voice sufferer, why would you go out and slaughter yourself on morning television when your management would probably just say, just mime it? You know, we've got these shows for you to mime, let's say, when you're really sick and you can't cancel the show. Um, so I understand why people have these these strategies of mime, so we can't slag them off for it. Nope. It's if you do that all the time and you genuinely aren't good enough to do live performances, then maybe we've got a little bit of a criticism of, of some singers that do that. But and it's yeah. an expectation from the other side of what we expect to hear from people on TV. And, yep. You know, but, well... I always say that and then I think about people like Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson and think that they never had pitch correction back in the day so I'm on the <laughs> fence I don't know no and you those know. vocals you hear on like 60s records were actually sung exactly like you yeah. know I mean you listen to like all Foreigner you, I listen to the guy from Foreigner sing that record and I'm like man he actually did sing that it's yeah. amazing um, anywho anywho coordination so, to get yeah so, so, so the warm up's not good enough to get yourself warmed up because like we, dis- we d- described just now your voice could be Split, you know, your, your registers could be all broken up, not because you're a terrible singer. So we need to consider actually vocal coordination in the warm up um, to make sure that different muscle groups in the voice, different parts of the voice, the union with the breath as well, you know, like that all works together, um, shaping of tone and everything like that. We need to be able to marry those in. And give ourselves a good re-coordination, remind our voice that we're not here anymore, that we need to be probably in singing higher than that. Yeah. So we're re-coordinating. But then we have to find our spot, right? Which I feel is quite difficult. Well, you mean an extension to, yeah, get some blood flow, move it, then coordinate everything that needs to be coordinated. And then it's like, well, if you've got a, a, a specific requirement for your voice then you've got to find that setting yeah like you need to be belting it out yeah let's say you're belting it at 9am um you probably need a few minutes to find the spot don't you which you is often, just open it and go you know in so many ways i mean that's, that's often overlooked i think in in many many uh um teaching areas which is let's do everything's kind of safe yeah let's make sure you're efficient but if you don't practice belting if you don't practice the advanced stuff that could is often looked at as dangerous or could be harmful, then uh, if you, even though you're efficient on the whole, you go and do that thing, then good luck. Like it's like um, firing a, a gun through a haystack, <laughs> <laughs> spraying bullets into the night. Yeah, I like yeah. it, mate. Well done. So that is what warming up vaguely defined as, right? Yep. But what might stop us warming up? There's quite a few things we've we've kind of dumped out there, but mm. we should start with the easy ones, really. Yeah, for the reason re- reason why we do this is so that these are things that if you if we can work around them, then it's going to make warm it warm up easier. Yeah, right. r- rather than here's the magical exercise that's going to get you warmed up. Sure, because sometimes you just can't warm up a turd, can you? Again, in that sense, not sure that's the the right. <laughs> Language. Um, <laughs> I've woken up with a turd a few times. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, cool but, but um, uh, cool talking of turds, mm. um, let's start with the easy ones, right? So, 
one reason you may be suffering from from that is because um, you could be hungover. You know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. You could have... Uh, 100%, that's going to... Smoked too much, you know, weed. Wacky. Yeah, wacky the day before. You know, so, and I know that sounds stupid, doesn't it? Well, it's even, you know, vaping has taken over the world yeah. right now. All that stuff, you know, it's going to have a massive effect on the voice, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I don't know, you just... I can't warm my voice up in the morning, and then the very first few questions about lifestyle are the ones that shorten life. <laughs> like excessive drinking or, or going out to nightclubs or like yeah look look if if you're having trouble warming up you know what I mean let's start with the easy stuff put some cucumber on your eyes the night before and get and have a bath yeah so, so we'll start there but let's get into the proper things right yeah let's get into the fact that you might not have sang for a few days yeah. Or, or even, in some people's cases, huge a week or two, right? Which, which again, I don't, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but I know that I definitely am guilty of it. Uh, just expecting the voice to go on, mm-hmm. a, on the weekend. You've got a gig, so let's do it, let's go, right? But um, the, the fact that we haven't practiced coordinations on a regular basis is the main point there mm. in terms of, um, you know, it's like not riding a bike, 20 years you know you'll fight figure it out within a few moments within a few hills or a few roads crashes but, yeah but it's, it's not going to be like you're doing it every day so and it's um, pretty straightforward but uh, if we can work out every single day then the body's going to get quicker at finding the spot absolutely and uh, do you know what I think uh, what, what, there's one caveat to that that I could think of which is only if your technique isn't quite right and you're abusing your voice badly sure. on the gig, then it's like you've got no choice but to rest. But for your trained singer who generally experiences like, you know, all right vocal health and stuff, yeah, the just the act of resting and maybe only using one speaking voice for three days leaves you stiff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. And that that also that I mean that leads on to the, the point of it doesn't need to be abuse, but it can just be the loading on the voice the previous day or the week before um, and not even singing. Somebody who's in a call centre all day right. using the voice and um, just the fatigue on the voice will correlate to how long we need for warming up the following day. Mm. Which which isn't a red flag for vocal health again necessarily, is no, it? You know, no. It's not like, like say we, do, we can use our voice a lot. Like you, well, you and I would be the same, right? Yeah. Like you, you're teaching people to sing for eight hours yep. and then you get out and do a gig. Does that mean we're going to be getting nodules? N- no, but does that mean we're going to be a little bit hard to warm up the next morning? Yep. Probably. Yep. So, uh, and especially for those people who've got proper jobs, normal jobs. And, and even teachers, can we speak? What, what muscles are we using? Mm. You know, predominantly the, the TA for the most part. Yeah. So then it's been, it's been having it the day before, um, imbalance between the two, wake up the next day, that's what the body knows. Yeah. It's just not going to be, uh, it's going to just be further away from the point. Yeah. And so, so what's our resolution for that? We could, if we can, uh, think about voice use on that day and try and use our voice less. And that, that really directed at the people who just talk a lot but don't need to. Sure. Right? 
This is, we all know those people. Oh, we know them. Probably one. Come on. Here. Um, and, uh, yeah, try and stick to your singing and, and necessary voice use, you know. Um, or... Uh, for someone, let's say, who's famous, who might be doing radio interviews followed by shows at night, um, might be singing really well, but then we need to schedule possibly even longer um, for the vocal warm-up to occur, which might, it might not be ready by until the afternoon. Yep. Just the way it is with high voice use. And, and so that truly just comes down to being aware of what's happened the day before mm-hmm. and not being freaked out the next day because your voice is a mess yeah. right? <laughs> uh, but then uh, on that again this is linking really well funnily enough the the warm down right after a performance you know or even after a day at school yeah what uh, what's your vibe on the old cool down well you know there's bits and bobs of uh, let's say warm down cool down uh, what do we call co- it whatever really. I, call it- I call it warm down I like to stay warm I don't like the cold feeling of the cool bit you know unless it's summer what do you do uh, well, <laughs> well warming down warming down um uh, does help to sort of uh, rebalance coordination so let's say um someone sings high a lot um or belts really high a lot the pitch raising muscles are going to be sort of mega active during that time so we do need the warm down to try and release their tension um Otherwise, we uh, for, for people in that situation, they, they often lose their low notes across the course of the day. I lose my low notes across the course of the day, um, approximately like four, four or five of them. Not from vocal injury, but because my repertoire is sure. super high, um, talking, teaching girls and singing really high notes all the time. So um, warming down helps those pitch raising muscles to relax um, and for you to reconnect to the very low part of the voice. Um, also, if you sing really high uh, at all belt again, you, you're likely going to be have have a, a larynx that's raised. Not a problem, but generally we need to relax the muscles that have been raising it. Otherwise, what we do is we wake up in the morning and we wake up with uh, existing muscle tension from the night before. Muscle memory. Muscle memory, yeah, and, and stiffness um, from those activities of singing high, which can make us lose certain registers, um, can make us uh, quite inflexible um, and feel very inflexible as singers. And also, you know, when you use muscles a lot, um, there's uh, byproducts in the muscle that can make the muscle fibers kind of sticky and immobile. So uh, cooling down... The waste products. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, what is it, like urea yeah. or something? It's, it gets taken away by the lymph system. Um, and if, and if it, even in the body, even in like, you know, uh, bodily warm-ups and stuff, people can experience quite a lot of uh, byproduct in the muscle, like especially around the neck or, or, or anywhere around the voice and upper body. And so a little bit of a cool down and a relaxation and getting the blood flowing and the muscles get the filth out. Yeah, it, it takes all the waste away. Mm. So those muscles don't get that sort of congealed problem in the fibres where they're just not very flexible. Mm. You know, in, in, in other parts of the body, we experience them as as knots. Um, and so, you know, especially on the, or mostly on the ex- external muscle, we can experience a similar shortening of that muscle, you know, like a mm-hmm. knots that make it tight. So, so cooling down the day before, uh, the night before or, not, or after the gig can have a huge effect on the situation you're in when warming your voice up in the morning. Sure. So it's, a, it's another big one. It should be incorporated by everyone. 
And we kind of we kind of touched upon it earlier on the finding your place as a singer, uh, your the repertoire that you're singing requirement. What about voice type? Yeah, you know, I I feel um, this is a big one. Mm. I feel this is a big reason why people are slow to warm up mm. uh, in the morning or ever, in fact. Uh, and this is a uh, you know partly from experimenting with my own voice as well. But what I discovered about my own voice over the years is that I can sing some really low notes, really low. However, as you you know as well, we sing really high all the time. You know we have to we have to knock out the high C um, with intensity C B A all those notes. Uh, we're all singing Motown and soul. It's yep. for two hours. So. Uh, have to sing high too looking at the harmony lines as well they might even be on f5 f sharp five so really really high and i always found my voice when it was warm it was brilliant when it's warm it's great and i don't experience any vocal injury or anything like that right but my voice takes so long to warm up it used to bother me i used to think god what have i done you know what is the problem here mm. Um, I'm absolutely convinced that um, this is down to voice type. And this is down to the fact that I've landed myself, probably my own fault um, as I choose it, I've landed myself in a position where I need to sing repertoire that does not suit my voice. Sure. Um, I've, been, we, I've been doing it so long now, like you have, that it does suit my voice, right? I know how to sing that, but the thing is that those notes are too high for my voice type. Hmm. Which would be the case for most, thing, for most people. Yeah, if you're you know. talking contemporary music. Exactly. It's like we're always singing in the extremes, right? We all learn yeah. how to do it. So, you know, on a, on a, on a good day, I think you can call it good, um, I can sing a B1 right which is incredibly low i shocked myself right, right? Mm. but normally let's say on an average day um i get around down to around about the d, the d flat right which is r like proper baritone mm. deep baritone sort of placement right so that's really low so now if if you're that person if you have to sing in a certain way but your physiology is different to that it does not mean you shouldn't do it it doesn't mean you can't do it it probably does mean you'll spend years trying to be able to do it for a start. But I think that's another cause for giving yourself more time to warm up in the morning. And when I mean warm up, this is, this is what we said earlier about finding your place. So if you're a very deep singer, if you're a very deep speaker, let's say, and you have to sing high, you'll probably spend a little bit longer trying to find that larynx position, which is inevitably going to be a bit raised. Because in the morning, you're going to wake up with it a lot deeper. That vocal fold needs even more stretching out. You probably need to prime yourself for high notes for even longer to be able to feel comfortable up there. Then everything else needs to marry with that, like mm. airflow and everything else and, and finding the right tone. And that can take ages compared to your high speaker who sings high they live and breathe in the same function that they sing in, you know? They're, which, they're singing which actually will be for the their voice type. That say, I don't need to warm up. Yeah, get out of bed and rock it, yeah. right? They even laugh in the same spot as they sing their high yeah, notes, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, this, if, if you're one of those people who, who has good vocal health but takes ages to warm up, maybe a coach can help you discover 
the parts of your voice that are neglected or, or misunderstood like the very low notes yep. and how that relates to you warming up effectively to such an unnatural range for your physiology. Sure. So that's, I the, like the, it. Yeah. that's all the technical stuff, but mm. then we can't ignore, can we, the fact that someone might be medically affected. Yeah, which is often tricky to figure out. Even doctors don't get it right sometimes, you know, and it's the reflux, post-nasal drip, anything that's going to have a um, negative effect on the vocal fold tissue. Mm. And it just is what it is, you know. There's so many stresses we have in this world and they were, and people get stri- jump straight to allergies, but it may not be an allergy. It may just be that you... Um, it may just be that you are you're not eating the right foods, you know, or the there's the one particular food group that doesn't agree with your gut, which then creates inflammation there, mm. and you're susceptible in other places. It's just tons of tons of different reasons why it's really hard to pin down. But um, this is why, for the most part, it's easier to say. And there's so many great fitness prof- professionals saying the easiest thing to do is to go really just strip everything out. So it's the exclusion exclusion approach. That's it, yeah. And and just just eat what we everyone knows is supposed to be good for us and drink water and then see how you go. We may be living with conditions that we've had for a while. Mm-hmm. Which again it's like turning those around is really tricky. So then there's medications that come involved there. I guess the point is it's a very complex area mm. and it's not something that we can really give an answer on. No, and you, you know what? I don't know how you feel about this, but the the, the pharmaceuticals involved with um, reflux as well. If you are suffering from reflux in the mornings, like say you you have the whole mm. approach, which I I love, is the dietary approach mm. and the anti-inflammatory life approach. Yep. Yep. Um, some people in a spot might need the medic, might need the pharmaceutical approach, but there's a from from speaking to Dr. Rena Gupta over the years, there's some. Uh, there's some detriment to vocal fold tissue from things like amoprazole and the what are they called the PPIs, yep. protein proton pump inhibitors or whatever. That's the one, yep. That as much as they stop reflux, they don't really help the vocal folds. Directly. Is it hydration? Directly, if, yeah. yeah. Yeah, directly. Yeah, so yeah. you're stuck between a rock and a hard place there unless you can clean up the diet and give yourself time. Are you? What do you do? What do you do? Inflammation's out of control. Yeah. Um, you mentioned hydration earlier as well, didn't you? You know, that's another mm. another reason why you might be slow to warm up. Yeah. Like you said, I like like you asked me earlier, like I, I, I could spend a night with my mouth open because my nose is all inflamed. Mm. Um, and uh, that's going to dry my voice out to the max. Plus as well, you know, if, if, you'd, if you just haven't had quite a few, a few glass or enough glasses of water that day before, you just a half litre down on what normally helps you and you've spent the whole night yeah. uh, maybe even the amount of hours sleep if you sleep for a long time 10 if you get 10 hours kip you've got another three hours of getting dehydrated on me you know because i'll probably get seven in yeah so uh um if you're not drinking enough water the day before get enough systemic hydration in every day Without fail, especially if you got hammered <laughs> the night before, yeah, I mean, you gonna... need to compensate for yeah. that. Um, and in those moments where you've got to get it going, you can rely on steam. 
You could do a steamer because getting getting topical hydration to the vocal folds is quick and really effective. Yeah. Um, but steam has the added issue of it just being hot, which might not help inflammation. So um, if anyone's familiar with nebulizing, you know, we've both got one, haven't we? Yeah. Um, which creates cold steam, if you like, of, of saline. That's, let's say, the, the gold standard of hydrating one's voice, especially in the morning. Yeah. Um, and, and as we know, moist vocal folds give off richer sound signals. So, you know, you're generally going to experience more comfortable, free and ready to go singing if, if those vocal folds are plump with droplets of water. Yeah, and as, as we know, the, the singer's or musician's lifestyle doesn't normally support a great, healthy way of living. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess, we, and, and you can't, it's reality, it's just life, it's like, enjoy it, enjoy your life. Yeah. But, but <laughs> if you can add in, if we can think about hydration, and then think about diet, and think about an anti-inflammatory diet, and then think about, okay, and every day I'm doing this warm-up. Then on the days that you don't drink enough the day before, or you've eaten a friggin' Kit Kat. Like, <laughs> Only love, two fingers, love yeah? Love Kit Kats. Yeah. But if anything's out of place, there's no doubt that if you're combating in every angle to some degree, you're going to come out with a positive more so than if you didn't think about anything at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've listed a lot of stuff there. Let's, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be everything no, exactly. that's going wrong, doesn't it? Because otherwise you'd be describing some like paleo monk robot who lives on a mountain who does vocal exercises every day yeah. and is able to be quiet at times and sing at others you know it's, it's like yeah. we, we have we have lives we can't be that person yeah. but um one by one if we're having trouble we could look at these aspects and see if there's a change to be made in one of those mm. that positively affects one's ability to get ready absolutely so they're, they're the reasons why do you know there's actually one left and that is i mean who knows why yeah just cause yeah you know there's still there's still that massive question mark even in science where like a lot of the guys are like this helps us this helps us this doesn't help us but you know what some days irrelevant of all that shit it just doesn't happen yep you know quick enough so your guess is as good as mine so in the the nutshell what that means is that there's something to be mentioned all those different reasons and the proviso that no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the moral of the story is just do the warm-up anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's a consistency in an approach, right? Yeah. Then, then at least you'll ensure yourself against fewer of those Like times. cleaning your teeth, if you, if you will. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, Can just... you relate that back to the subject? No, yeah, I can. No, yeah. I think the first answer was the one we wanted. <laughs> so, anyway. Should we move on? Yeah. Um... We now have to get down to the warm-up regi- regime because what we, what we always do with this stuff is we bore people with the ins and outs of the th- stuff that they need to do mm. and probably aren't, that aren't just quick fixes. Sure, and everyone loves a quick fix. Right. So we know that these not-so-quick fixes are often the key to it and that very much warming up, if, you, if you've got a great lifestyle, you could... You wouldn't need to be so strategic with your warm-up to get yourself going, right? However, there can be beneficial approaches to warming up. Yeah, getting amongst it. Getting, getting it going. Mm. So, so, so if, we, if we talk about, I'd love to get your view on this. Warming up, for me, can't begin until I've done a few things in the morning. 
i.e. I need to have eaten. I'd like to have had a hot beverage. Mm. I've had a shower. You know, the house is warm. I'm, I'm kind of cosy and feeling good. Mm. Do you have any things like that that, that, that complement your approach to getting ready before you start singing? Yeah, I mean, for me, mate, it's, um, I never used to think this way, but and I know some people probably still do think that the holistic approach to doing things isn't, is a bit weird. Mm. You know, it's not connected to the voice. I remember thinking back in the day, it was all about like, the voices. It's the singing is just executing notes and singing songs. But, and all the other woo-woo stuff is just strange. But, but it's, it's, over the years, you just realise that it's all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and even the thought of... If you, in perspective, if you wake up in the morning tired... And, you know, I, I mean, I've woken up in, in a, on many occasions and just feel like some sort of like little, like little... Um, crab? Is that a crab? It's more like a, it's going to be like a little, like marmoset type. Little weird thing, tree thing. Are they living? No, anyway, carry on. I won't it's open that one. Waking up like that, tired. You, it's even the basic thought of like you just want to go back to bed and get into the covers. Yeah. You're not like that protection mode. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs where basic needs need to be met before you can um, think about growing or developing or whatever, right? It's, it's that simple. So if your basic needs aren't met, food, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. drink, like, and being healthy, awake, and restored, refreshed, um, you're not in a place to do anything. Right. You're really not. And so this is why sleep is everything. Yeah. Sleep really is everything. If you, if you want to be the best, sleep is everything. And I've often, people said I'm strange to say that I want to wake up in the morning skipping. Why wouldn't you? Mm. Why wouldn't you? And I know getting good sleep is hard, um, but prioritizing that as a singer, if you want to be the best, it has, it starts there. Sure. And then as soon as you get, as soon as you you're out of your, you know, weird little your weird little world, <laughs> <laughs> then again, it's slightly unrelated, but meditation. It's just. There's so much research behind what it does for us. And singing being a, well, looked at as an intrinsic activity in itself, it's inside. Then fo- getting our thoughts into a place where we are focused, we're not thinking about somebody or that drama or what's happening later on in the day. And we are focused. It's such an amazing way to start mm, the day. Right, right. So. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll divulge my experience with, with the meditation. I started with a, an app headspace yep and I moved on to listening to some of Tara Brock Brock I can't say her name her she's an American um, I think she's I think she's a professor but she's she's done a lot a lot of work in the field um, in so many areas but she's she's got guided meditations on her website that different durations but so I moved on to that. But my my what I've got back from it, I've realised over the years is, is like one is um, being able to in certain situations, like dramatic situations, being able to f- uh, bigger picture. Okay. And definitely not react, which is a very cliche thing to say about meditation. But I've definitely experienced that over the couple of years of doing it. Um, uh, feeling more settled and knowing that nothing really matters even in those moments where things are getting fiery. But secondly, it's during the day 
uh, having this um, place to go that you know is yours and it can be accessed in a second. Right. It's a beautiful place to be. Now, as a singer, that directly does, really doesn't help a singer, but having that headspace to get involved in and fully execute the activity you're going to do. Yeah, right. It's massive. Yeah. So um, there's my my um, encouragement for people to do meditation. Sixpence. Yeah. yeah. Tuppence. So let's let's say the morning has then taken on taken on the form of you've taken measures to facilitate good sleep. You've woken up and you've maybe done a bit of meditation. Mm. Breakfast, hot drink, um, uh, and whatever else you do in the morning, like a hot shower, nice thing. Um, uh, I quite like some of In- Ingo Tietze's um, vocology advice is that um, y- your vocal folds are ready enough with blood flow, let's say, to do more stuff. If you've had five to ten minutes of general conversation in the morning, Right. So it doesn't necessarily need to be specific vocal work, but if you're the sort of person who wakes up and no one's in the house, and then you go and do vocal warm-ups, you're already a little bit on the back foot, right? Because, you know, mostly we wake up, say, our partner or our family or our mum and dad. Um, we're like, morning, how you doing? Yeah, what are you doing today? There's some of that going on at, at normal level. So that's quite beneficial. And that's for, enough to get things moving. That's Yeah, that's mm. enough, for, to, enough vibration of the vocal folds to get them warmer mm. and um, blood flow going. Combine that with warmth, as in a warm house, mm. right? Or a warm shower, or that, that, that it's nice and temperate around you. My flat is freezing. My it's bedroom, pretty cold in here, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> My feet are freezing cold. So that's his feet. Um, but yeah, if you live in a cold environment, you're again disadvantaged in warming up quickly. So, warm environment, some speech, you are ready to get your vocal regime underway. Right. Um, one kind of easy point to make is that if your voice is deep in the morning, that's not a problem. Take advantage of it. Right. Right. So why not work on the low notes very straight away? And by low, I mean lowest. Um, just seeing how far you can go down and settle on 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 at some adduction. You know, not mm. just. Not just sure. like a breathy mess, but like with some uh, clarity. And then see how much you can kind of glide around those notes. It doesn't even need to be accurate. It's just as low as you can go. Um, and the benefit of that is it does um, satisfy one part of the muscle coordination in singing, which is the very, very bottom, the TA for anybody who's into the muscles. Also, when you go down that low as well, you do lower your larynx considerably. Mm. So if you're looking to find... Um, a downward stretch in the larynx, which helps to kind of, let's say, uh, um, generate some flexibility in the muscles above, then going very low to start off with is, is a really good idea. And it's not very taxing. Well, exploring its whole range of motion. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and again, we don't speak in our lowest, lowest notes either. So we often uh, um, ignore those. We're also focused on going high. Mm. Um, so uh, the low notes aren't taxing. They don't require a lot of volume. So they're a good start. But then we need to um, begin to get higher. Um, And if we're going to stretch it out and it's the first thing that we do, we need like a damage limiter in place, which is in the form of... A little fella. A straw. Or anything... uh, Anything semi-occluded. Do a tongue trill? 
Uh, yeah, you could do a tongue trill. Go, do it then. No, you could. You could. Um, anybody could do a tongue trill. Can you do it? No, thank you. That one works as well. Um, but they just, they're kind of like, they mop up your mistakes, basically, mm. if you're just a little bit too loud for that time in the morning. Or a but, bit sleepy. Or a bit sleepy. Um, they can help you to stretch your voice up right to the top. So already we're into extra blood flow, extra stretching, you know, getting the muscle fibres ready. But already with the straw, we're into re-coordinating the voice. So mm. we're beyond warm. We're, we're beyond warm now. We're actually trying to smooth out the registers and get um, them to, to kind of mingle together so we, we uh, erase that break. And one would say, after a bit of speech, the low notes and some stretching, all incorporating um, 10 minutes or so, 10 or 15 minutes, that you should put it down. Right, because muscles fatigue quickly. Sure. So you can put it down and pick it back up again after some rest, rather than spend 20, 30 minutes warming your voice up. Mm. So in this one, we would put it down. Maybe you're going to travel to travel somewhere at this point for 20 minutes. Um, then you could get your straw out again, and you can do some more stretching. Like wait 30 minutes, do five minutes more stretching. But on this one, let's say, let's get out and use some closed vowels, mm. um, like E or U, because they're not very intense, they're not very loud, they're not very open, so, and, and they have a, um, uh, they're, they're a good kind of way into some of the more open vowels. So th this, you don't need a recording, you can just do sirens, and all that stuff, right after some more straw. And that's like part two yep. of the warm-up. Um, and by then you've done short but frequent reminders to your voice of how you want it to operate. Then you might wait another 20, 30 minutes maybe. And then again, you're going to go... Make it, make some... Make, yeah, make some omelette yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, do something else. Maybe you just need to make a phone call or Yeah, something. phone someone. Yeah, just phone someone. your mate yeah. or your mum. Um, what else could you do? Probably a myriad of things, I would have thought. Things we shouldn't mention. Go to the park. Go to the park. Go to the pub. Read a book. Good one. What an activity. Um, but then, then we have the part three. And you may even find with your voice, if, if it's very hard to warm up or maybe you're singing really high notes when you're not a really high singer, you might. this might not be a three-part warm-up but a four-part warm-up. So on the third one, you're, doing, you're going to get back in, in the zone with a bit more occluded exercises. You might do your E and O um, sirens as well, but now you're into your what gets me in the zone place, which can be anything from the vocal coach exercises you've got for maybe releasing tongue tension, maybe um, finding the right brightness in your voice, finding the right most comfortable larynx position, vibrato, open vowels, you know. And if you ask anyone who's been singing for a while with a technical background, they will say dot, dot, dot always gets me in the spot. You know, if, if I was to ask you that question, mm. what, what exercise would you say would be after I'm a bit stretched out and a bit warmed up, I know this exercise will be the one that makes me or gets me closest to singing. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm straight into like a, a descending... Oh, 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 oh. Right. 
right. Just guides me to a nice. I get, I've, uh, apparently, I have good control on that one. Yeah, you know sounds I mean? it. Thanks. Nice one. Another one for me, if we're getting really precise, is is that vowel a. Yeah. Saying something like way or nay. Yeah, something like that. Just um, again, just a, it's a nice little posture for me. What about you? Yeah, I'm very very similar with nay. I'm I'm with a very bright e. E. You know, I quite like to go that direction because, like I said, I'm a deep singer. I have a deep voice, really, and for anybody who's into formats and harmonics, I have very low resonances, right? Mm. Um, so my, my most of my work, beyond stretching my voice out in a very general fashion, like I say, three times in the morning with straw, and then I'm directly into that exercise, which enables me to find the most comfortable raised larynx position for my style. Mm. And without it, I feel a little bit lost. Sure. A little bit like it's going to take me, I'm going to have to sing a bunch of songs not very well before something slots into place. Yeah. Right? Um, so most of my work goes on to finding the higher larynx position and finding that clear tone. With as little airflow as possible and beautiful. no break. That's beautiful. No break. So, so that's what I work on. And they're our individual exercises. Sure. You can't prescribe that. It just depends on it depends on where you're at, where your voice is sitting, and the requirement of what you want it to do. I mean, could you imagine using some totally different set of exercises that, with the knowledge that you have, you know will not get you in the spot? Sure. Right? You'd be flipping around yeah. for hours yeah. before hating, you found it. Yeah, just, this is just not constructive. So if you put yourself in the position of a singer who has a bunch of exercises they saw online... Um, and are trying them out, let's say, if, in order to find their place, mm. and they're not appropriate, and you, you might have the complaint that my voice just isn't warming up properly, it could be down to the fact that, well, you're sending it in the wrong direction sure. with those exercises, yeah. right? So um, you and I both, over years and experimenting, have found these exercises through our own training, our own knowledge, and the advice of other coaches um, who can... Um, objectively look at our voices. So if you're having trouble warming up, for anyone out there who is having tr trouble warming up, um, maybe you need to flip the regime on its head. Maybe that that regime is not really getting down to the crux of it um, and you need to figure something else out. Mm -hmm. and, and understanding your voice, your lifestyle, uh, voice type, and everything about it, like we said earlier, vocal load, whatever... Mm -hmm. If you understand all of that, let's say you've got a better chance of constructing um, a warm-up that will get you there faster. Sure. And that's the point. You know, it's, it's so complex and it could be slightly overwhelming for anybody watching to go, wow, so where, where do I start? And as we said earlier on, it's about picking up different pieces. Do, do um, if you think about, if you're sat there, if somebody's sat there right now and is like, well, I don't really want any... I don't really warm up at all, <laughs> which I'm promise is probably the case for a lot of people. But again, the people that feel like they don't need to. Yeah. Um, whatever the case, if if you can, you know, pick up a, a, a few of these tips and start adding them into the pot. Add something else next week. Um, think about your think about your health. Think about the vocal load. And think about okay, um, I'm just going to start with a little bit of straw today for five yeah. minutes, and then I'll add on the next section next week. Um, the as they say in the fitness world, the the best workout 
the best regime is the one that works. Yeah. And it's the one that works for you, you know? So, um, figuring, figuring that out for you is, is, is the only way really. Totally. You know? And that's what a vocal coach does, isn't it? Yeah. But you as the student might not know that that's what's happening is that the vocal coach prescribes something and gets your feedback the next week. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. I'll tell you what, just this week, do a three-part warm-up in the morning. That totals 15 minutes in total. Yep. Five minutes each. Yep. You know, you get people walking in going, oh, my voice is transformed. You know, I'll tell you what, instead of doing all this, try doing some of this. You know, just, just in there a little bit and add a bit of vibrato. That's it. And then that's going to translate to, oh, I understand more about my voice now. I need to massage out that muscle or I need to balance out that register or I need to find a comfortable larynx position. So doing that for oneself is difficult unless you truly are monitoring the effects and changing things one at a time right yep otherwise you can't tell what's working exactly that yeah it's a long game it is a long game and yeah i don't know in all honesty it's taken me probably about since i felt comfortable probably the last two years i've been refining my warm-up i've been refining the thing that gets me in the in the spot the quickest whereas i've just been feeling around before then you know Yep. So, like I say, it's a long one. It really is. There's no quick fixes in anything, I'm afraid. Sorry, guys. But that's... Is that is that warm-up in-depth? That is warm-up in-depth. What a mate. No, thank you. Good to be back with you. Um, anything else to say? Anything else to add? I just think there's been a massive uptake on the survey recently. And I think that's because we keep on mentioning, mentioning it. Yes. And it, we really do just want to know. So, again, we'll say it again. If you don't like certain aspects, if you'd like to see more, please let us know and we will change what we're doing yes. for you. And it's at thenakedvocalist.com forward slash survey. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got lots and lots of episodes planned and guests that we've contacted directly because they've been mentioned in the survey. Yep. So we are listening to you guys. So thanks a lot. Um, from me to you, I want to say goodbye. I want to say thank you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh god Are you, what what sorry do you want something do you need money food just see ya see ya <laughs>